Hello everyone, it's me, Shay. <laughs> um, it's been a while. I say that every single time, but it's been a while. Um, and I just decided to get on here and make a quick podcast. Originally, I was going to do a different topic, but it was too long when I started recording. So I just started over, um, decided to talk about something else. Lately, I've been doing fine. I won't say good, I won't say great, but just fine. And uh, I've been watching a lot of like roommate horror stories on YouTube. So this is what inspired this podcast. Now, I have quite a lot of roommate horror stories because every single semester of college, I lived with different roommates. I know that sounds obnoxious. I was in college for three years. The first semester, fall semester, I lived at home. So I didn't have, like, I guess my roommate was my brother, whatever. The second semester, I moved into um, an apartment near the stadium, my university stadium. The third semester, I moved to a different apartment further down. The fourth semester, I moved to Korea. After that, I moved to scholarship housing. After that, I moved to another apartment. So, like, I've had different roommates, um, you know, fall, spring, fall, spring, fall, spring, whatever. So, because of that, I have quite a lot of stories. And I want to tell this story from my very first apartment that I moved into. So, the first time that I moved out of my house that I grew up in. So I lived in an apartment with one exchange student and then two other girls who ironically both had the same name. I'm not going to put their names out there, but let's say the exchange student, let's call her Money because that's basically the problem of the story. <laughs> let's call her Money. Um, Money was from Korea. And then the other two, um, we'll, we'll call them J1 and J2. J1, I believe she was from Tallahassee. Anyway, she was, you know, like from America. <laughs> and she was really into fitness, really into yoga, like um, meditation and tea and all of those things, you know. But also she was kind of like into drinking and partying at the same time. So I don't know how that worked out. The last roommate was J2 and she was Dominican. So, Yeah. We had two people in the house that were international students, basically. And then two people who were, you know, plain old Americans, aka me and J1. So the reason that Money lived with us is because I was Money's mentor. When international students came to our school, they got paired with an American student to be their mentee. And our mentor-mentee relationship was very good, you know, like that relationship was good. And I feel like it would have been in my best interest to keep it as that. But no, I'm like, let's become friends. Let's move in together. <sighs> Guys, be careful about who you move in with. Let me just say that. Like she wasn't a horrible person, but we just had very different views of life and I jumped the gun too fast so anyway because I was her mentor she was struggling to find somewhere to live so I was like girl just move in with me you know it's easy 
if you move in with me, you won't have to worry about anything because I can take care of all the stuff for you. So we ended up becoming roommates. I remember the day she got there, she came with her luggage and suitcase and stuff. And I was like, oh, hey, girl, so happy. We went shopping. We went out to eat. Everything was nice, you know. Um, I introduced her to my friends, took her around campus for a little tour. Like, you know, it was all going smoothly. Over time, I noticed that money had some spending habits. And when I say spending habits, it means she didn't have any control of her spending. I was told that her background, she comes from a quite wealthy family. Her family has quite a lot of money and that showed in her actions, you know, in this story. Um, You know, she didn't really care about throwing stuff away. She didn't care about, you know, didn't care about the price tag, dare I say, you know, (laughs) if she wanted something, she bought it, you know, and at times I benefited from that because it's like if I went somewhere with her, she paid for everything. If we went on a trip, she paid for gas and all the stuff. If we were doing something, she usually had me. She was like, oh, I got it. Over time, it did start to become uncomfortable. But it was only because at that time, I was really struggling with money. I will tell you, it was my first semester not living at home. It was my second semester in college, period. So I was fresh out of high school. I was 18 years old. I didn't have money. I didn't have a job because I had a job before when I was living at home. I ended up quitting that job because it was like very toxic and abusive. Oh, I don't even think I can say the company on here because I don't want to get sued. But it's a very famous company. Um, It's a blue store, a blue store that many people shop at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyway, I ended up quitting my job and I was, um, you know, basically living on financial aid at this point or whatever money I got from the school. So I was struggling And to see her just swiping, swiping and throwing money away, it was like doing something to me a little bit. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of getting aggravated because I'm like, why would you spend $50 on something that you could spend $30 on on and get the same thing? Sorry. Like, it was that type of thing. Like, instead of just buying paper towels, $2 paper towels she would do something weird like buy paper towels for $15 and I'm like why (laughs) like you don't need all of these expensive and crazy priced things um even in her room she was only there for one semester but she bought so many things like that she quite frankly did not need but that's not the point of the story that just that's just background about how I felt about it anyway so um Like I said, our relationship was quite good. We actually were very good friends. We became quite close as friends. But um, even still, I think that it should have remained a mentor-mentee relationship. I don't think it should have branched over into friendship. That's just my opinion after everything. Um, But yeah, at the time, we were close. One of our other friends, we'll call her... um, I'll call her Evie because I see an Evie doll in front of me. So Evie was also really close to us. And we became like, we will usually hang out with the three of us together, right? So me, Money, and Evie will always hang out. 
they would um evie would come over and spend the night at our apartment you know it was a really like good vibe very good vibe because i was very close friends with evie at that time as well um here's where things hit the fan we decided we wanted to plan a trip to disney okay now let me explain something like i said i was sensitive about money is the first thing not only was i sensitive about money this was my first time ever going to disney in my life and at the time i felt like it was gonna be the last because disney is expensive i i can't afford to just go whenever so in my head i'm like this is my one chance to go to disney you know i want it to be a good trip So we talked about it. We talked about what time we wanted to leave. We talked about what we wanted to do there. You know, how we wanted the trip to go. Here's the thing. We were leaving for Disney on the same day as move out. So we had to move all of our stuff out and be on the road to Orlando to go to Disney. So um, I moved my stuff the day before or the like week leading up to the trip. So I moved all my stuff out. All I left in my room was like, I think I left actually nothing. Because I think I even moved my bed out. I'm pretty sure I slept on the floor that night because I moved everything out of my room. So all I had with me was like the stuff that I was taking for the Disney trip because it was supposed to be three days. So my stuff that I was taking to stay the night and then like whatever leftover things that I needed to throw away. I told money, please be ready in the morning. Please go ahead and get your stuff done. Like everything you need to throw away, be ready in the morning. So I go to bed because I have to drive. Let me add, money and Evie could not drive. I was the only one who could drive. So I I was the designated driver automatically. So I go to bed and in the morning, what was that? I don't know if y'all heard that, but it's a sound outside. Anyway, so in the morning, I wake up expecting to be, you know, getting like getting on the road. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So I already knew in the morning we need to throw out the last bit of trash that's in the apartment and go ahead and load up the car and go. When I tell you, I was the only one awake for hours. Like I'm not even I'm not even trying to be that person. I'm not trying to exaggerate. I was the only one awake for a while. No one else was up. And then when I went to wake them up, they went back to sleep. (sighs) Let me add one more thing. This was like one of the first trips that I did in college ever. So I wasn't used to traveling with people who weren't my family members or like my best friend at that time. So I was just like, bro, we need to go. Like, we need to be on the road. We need to drive because there's traffic. I don't want to be stuck in traffic because if I'm in traffic, I'm going to be annoyed, right? So they're getting up slowly. They're taking their time. They're trying to eat breakfast. They're trying to do all this stuff. And she has a bunch of stuff in her room that she still needs to throw away. She has all this stuff that she still needs to take care of in her room. So I'm like, okay, what are you going to do with this stuff? Y'all, when I tell you, she packed her stuff, whatever couldn't fit in those suitcases, she threw it in the dumpster. All types of nice stuff, brand new stuff, she threw it in the dumpster. I was so shocked. 
I was, my jaw dropped. Because I was like, yeah, what are you going to do with the rest of this stuff? She's like, you can just throw it away. Throw it away? Girl, I was like, let me get that projector. Let me get that rice cooker. Let me get that right there. Like all the little electronics and stuff. I was like, let me get that. I'm going to put that in my trunk. Because <laughs> I'm going to use that later. You're not throwing that away. Like, no. And I don't know. It might seem like I'm exaggerating her personality. She was not an obnoxious person, but some of the things she did, I was just like, I don't vibe with it. Like, that's strange. Like, you could donate it to someone who needs it. You could give it to some, like, Goodwill or something even. Even though I don't support Goodwill, you could literally give it to Goodwill. That's better than throwing it in the dumpster, you know? And so, she's like taking her time taking her time taking her time we left i don't know how many hours late we left but we left hours after we were originally supposed to be leaving it was so late and i'm just like bro we were supposed to be gone already like we're supposed to be on the road like on the road and so i'm just like okay don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Just, you know, keep your cool, calm down. Don't make a big scene out of it. So we get in the car, we start driving. I don't know if I was just extra sensitive, but the fact that both of them went to sleep made me so angry <laughs> I don't know what it was because you know usually when you're on a road trip with multiple people if one person's asleep the other one's awake if the other one's asleep the other person's awake you know at least one person is awake at a time they both got in the car and went to sleep and when that happened like these days I'll probably be okay with it now my current age I'm okay because I'll play on my music whatever but 18-year-old me was so mad because I was like, how dare they? 18-year-old <laughs> me was like, how dare they treat me like a chauffeur? How dare they treat me like an Uber driver? 18-year-old me. That was the thought process. I was very angry. And then when we got to Orlando, to the place where we were staying, the Airbnb, they like basically ignored me. <laughs> now after talking the situation out they said that they thought that I didn't want to talk to them they thought that I was in a bad mood they thought I didn't want to talk I didn't want to interact because when I went to the Airbnb I was quite upset you know I was upset I had to do this long drive by myself basically and we were leaving late the traffic was so bad it was hot I was upset you know and so when I got to the Airbnb, I just went straight up to the top floor in the room and I, you know, laid down in the bed and just chilled there. And they went to the bottom floor. There was another room on the bottom floor and they stayed down there with each other. Not one single time did they text me. Not one single time did they come up and say, hey, Shay, how are you doing? Like, Shay, are you OK? Are you good? You know, like, like like normal people would do, if you see that one of your friends, because we were all close friends at this time. If you see that one of your friends disappears, usually you would say, oh, yo, what's good? Are you okay? Like, is everything fine? Are you good? Even at work, if my coworkers see me go off by myself, usually they're like, oh, Shay, are you okay? You know, 
just just out of kindness nothing the only time they text me was when they wanted to go get food they wanted me to drive them to go get food 18 year old me got very angry (laughs) when I tell you I was just like y'all did not talk to me this whole time y'all said nothing to me you didn't check on me knowing seeing like I was visibly upset I was visibly like angry like you could see it in my face y'all knew that and did not even say anything did not try to see what was going on only texting me hey can you take us to get food when i tell you 18 year old shay was on fire at that point because i was like at that point i felt like the only reason they brought me on the trip was because i had a car because i'm like if y'all wanted to come on the trip by yourself you could have came by yourself The only reason y'all have me here is to use my car. That's what I thought at the time. Now, the me right now is more mature. So maybe I would have like talked it over with them. Been like, hey, y'all, y'all wilding right now. (laughs) But at the time, I didn't have my current mindset. Let me put that out there. So I'm like, yeah, I can take y'all to get food. When I got in the car, nobody said anything. Nobody said nothing. Not, are you okay? Are you good? You feeling all right? Nothing. They're just like, oh, we want to go to this place. And then the thing is, like, Evie had this tendency to try to act like everything was normal, even if she noticed that some, something was off. Like, even if she noticed that I was upset, she would kind of, like, act like everything was okay. You know, didn't want to draw attention to it. And so the fact that that was happening made 18 year old Shay even more angry so I'm just like oh now y'all are ignoring my feelings as well so we went to get the food when we got food I did not talk to them at the table I sat there on my phone I did not say a single word even after all this not a single are you okay is everything fine are you angry are you upset at something nothing they just ignored It was full-on conceal, don't feel. I guess, hey. (laughs) And so, um, at this point, I was really angry. And when we got back to the Airbnb again, um, they went to the downstairs room. I went to the upstairs room. Again, no one checked on me. No one messaged me. No one said, do you want a cup of water? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing at all. And so, I was just up there mad. And I was not not in a good place not like the first day of the trip I was like I want to go home I want to literally get in my car and drive off but I was like no just calm down tomorrow will be better tomorrow will be better they will not act like this we'll go to Disney we'll have a good time child I don't know why I said that But this episode is getting kind of long, so I am going to stop it right now and just do a part two to this story about what actually went down at Disney and why I ended up leaving them at the Airbnb. Okay, so another disclaimer, like I said, this was 18-year-old me. I keep saying that because I don't want y'all to think that this is how I am right now. This was just back in the day at that time. 
And also, I do only have my half of the story. I don't have their half of the story. So, you know, well, I did talk to them about it, but their half of the story was pretty much like, I'll get into that next time. I'll, actually, I'll get into that in the next episode. So let me end it here. So if you um, are enjoying this little story time thing, I'll do more, you know. But let me just stop the episode and I'll get to part two. All right. So bye.